0: Welcome to Walker Ministries, where we believe Jew Jew and Gentile, one new man in Yeshua, the new man being revealed. That's part of you, Amen. My goodness, wow, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in the spirit here.
1: I'm messed up. I'm messed up in a good way. I messed up. I
0: just stand here with you for a little while. You look nice.
1: With I just told. To look, me. I just told me that when you I said you look good. Man, I just, just look, told it, me and that, and told you right back. Yeah, you got a
0: witness immediately. <laughs> yes, that,
1: <laughs> that you look good too, <laughs> and I love god, you telling you? It's just,
0: it's just, the, the spirit was moving. I mean, you gotta, you gotta let him have his way.
1: <laughs> oh my lord. Oh my god.
0: Good to see everybody. Yes. My goodness. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. I know y'all know, familiar with Pastor Willer. This beautiful wife, Denise. Yes. Amen. So welcome them here. Amen. They're just part of the family. Extraordinary. Glory to God. And I need us couple. to be in prayer for them as well, amen. Because yes. they're getting amen. ready to open up. They're getting ready to start their ministry yes. on December the, the 6th. Six. Okay. Yes. And, and, and if we can get it right, we're going to come God. and visit. Yeah. Amen. If we get the time out right, we're going to come and visit. <laughs> All of us. Yes. Amen. God is oh, doing goodness. some
1: extraordinary things. Just don't make no sense, sense. to the world. My oh, goodness, kind of things. Man, it all looks Hallelujah, look so good.
0: Call me, how you doing?
1: I mean, he's pushing us forward, whether we pushing want to go or not. not. <laughs> oh my I want God! I'm gonna push me all the way. This. Put the foot in the back. Go, go, I love.
0: Lead me
1: to the cross. Nah, I <laughs> <laughs> don't want you to sing. I love, I love the word of God. I know you do. I'm telling you, if you love the word of God, you love his people. You do. Amen. I mean, hold on. Did, did, did you hear me? Did you hear that? I'm going to sit. There. If you say, I love God you have to love his people uh-uh. <laughs> <Nikkei>? <laughs> i mean <laughs> when you just hear the word of god it it changes your whole thought pattern amen i don't care what you've been thinking when you hear the word of god wow. it puts a not of this world excitement in you Mm-mm. That's temporary. Okay? Because but when temporary. we have things that, when you're excited about, you know, when I'm going to get a car or excited about when I'm going to get a house, that's a different type of anticipation and an excitement. Because that's temporary. Because after you get the new car and get the new house, it's what's next. Mm. But when you get God, it's nothing uh-huh. next. Go ahead. Say that. This is it. it this this is the sum of everything. This is the conclusion of the, the whole matter. matter. Fear God, revere <laughs> him, good God,
0: worship him. It's
1: total satisfaction. I mean, anybody know me know I love diamonds. I mean, I talk about the real diamonds. I love, I love diamonds. <laughs> I love diamonds. And um, next time you come in, come in through the back door. Oh uh, <laughs> glory to God. Always. God is moment. so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Cause when you, you love the word of God, you know, and you can do that to people who are mature in the spirit because you're right. not going to be offended. Right, Cindy? You're not going to go home and be upset and decide you're going to not leave. return because you was offended to say, come through through the back door, okay? If that can offend you, I'm telling you Lord knows now not. we need to give you a heart transplant because love, love is not That's touch, right. it's not right. fretful. It's not, it's not emotional all right. out of control. Oh, you're stable in your heart. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. I love that. And she is mature. See, it's always a teachable moment. God is gonna give Pastor Will and his wife gonna see an experience when it comes to people. Yes. My God. <laughs> and we've seen some people, My you know, God. in your life, you experience some things in church, but when you're called to oversee and co-labor with your husband and overseeing it, it's a different type of people that come. It, it's just like, where did these? That right. I didn't know they exist. They, <laughs> and they, they, they are the believers, they say. Uh, but um, the word of God is such an awesome, needed element in our life. It's needed and needed on a constant basis. A moment to moment basis, because if not, you know what, Ronnie, we would be out of our mind, because anytime you're in the flesh, you have derailed from truth. Anytime you're in the flesh, you are pulled from truth, and so your thoughts are derailing, they are weighing, they are pulling you, and another another conversation, another world. And when you derail, you crack. Mm-hmm. And I was giving us something so prophetic and moroccan with the singing. And you all know that we normally keep the minstrels and the, in the, back. the psalmist in the back. But I, I, I heard the voice of God and the belly of the psalmist. Mm-hmm. I said, this psalmist has a prophetic word. Amen. Bring this prophetic word to the front and alarm the people. That is a moving forward. It's one thing to have someone to sing. But it's another to be called by God to destroy yokes in your singing. Amen. 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 You want to be a yoke-destroying psalmist. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. And it's it's good that you're saying that because even in the teaching in the book of Ecclesiastes, you saw the contrast. So you saw the contrast with the tracks versus the anointing. Yes. You saw the contrast. It was beautiful, but you saw the contrast of it, what it brought forth. Amen? And will continue to bring forth in your life if you receive it today. Amen. Amen.
1: Glory to God. I just want to build out a hallelujah, but I, I, I just... It's about the Lord I, I, I it's somewhere to where I know that if I do it nothing will come out because right. it's just that deep <laughs> the, some- the hallelujah denise is so deep is you want to do some ultimate things <laughs> I had to bring it from you California and back <laughs> glory to God Okay. you want to do some ultimate things <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah, hallelujah. Glory to God. And that is even not it. I, I, I want to bring it from, it's, it's like it would be like the shofar when it sounds. How it travels. There is a a glory and a hallelujah that is a praise that you can't even begin to speak. And as a clearing to the enemy that you can't begin to speak. So it's a sound that's sent out to to declare to the enemy, I'm declaring war on you and and all of your posse. I'm declaring war on you. There is a sound. This is why you have to open up your mouth. There is a sound burner that goes to hell and declares your victory. Oh, y'all don't hear me. You don't hear me. There is a sound. That has to come out, come out of your belly, Mm -mm. that transcend to hell, Mm -mm. to announce your victory. That every promise is yes and amen. It is so that concerns me. So the enemy knows not even to come in to whisper Mm -hmm. or try to deceive you because you're going through, because you've already announced your deliverance. Amen. Okay, you made your decree and your declaration in heaven and also in hell. And the (laughs) angels are saying with you, you have already won. It is so. There is a cry. There is a sound that has to come out of the believer's mouth. There is a wailing and there's a groaning that has to to declare your victory. There is a sound, Al. There's a sound, and I heard that sound when Al was saying, moving forward. move." God is moving you forward. But you have to have an anointed ear to hear an anointed word. Amen. Our ears need to be now anointed again to hear the voice of God. Our eyes have to be anointed again to See Amen. God to see His word to clearly see His word. Bring it into focus. There have to be anointed teachers and anointed pastors to bring the word of God. Amen. That's right. So it can be received in the hearts of the people. Amen. See what's been going on instead of the true gospel being preached is a process gospel. Mm, go ahead. It's a process gospel. Because the men and women of God are not anointed to teach and preach what they're teaching. They have changed the viewpoint of the word of God to fit them. Him. There you go. Mm. I need to build something. So I need to, I need to do something to persuade you to give. So this is a process. So then you sow a seed for your car. Processed gospel, like the food is not good for you. That's, That's right. processed. Mm-hmm. It has no real substance and nutrients in it, so you can grow. So when you get processed gospel, you're not growing. You're spiritually now continue to keep you in a place of being immature. So your prayers is always, give me, give me. I'm waiting on it. This is my best day. Every day is a Friday. That's process gospel. Amen. Every day is going to be trials and tribulation. That's the true gospel. The true gospel is not void of trouble. That's right. The true gospel is not void of trouble. can't be your best life now. You have to get out of the processed gospel the make you feel good gospel. The quotes that we're doing on Facebook, social media, today is your best day. Mm-hmm. How is today your best day? Because did you glorify God? Did you worship? Did Was you worship? it because you prayed for someone and they, they got healed? Or is it your best day? Because you got a check in the mail. There you go. The process gospel. Moved by your emotion. It moves your emotion. And when when you're hearing a process gospel, you can't see a true prophet or pastor or teacher. Because you're living in a process gospel. A process gospel have you thinking lethargic. You can't think clear. So they are thinking for you. And you follow whatever they say and tell you to do. Because your mind, when you eat, and you all know when you when you go to McDonald's, Burger King, wherever you eat, that processed food, how it makes you feel. You feel all full. You're slugged, you can't really think. It's not good for you. And you know it's not. You can't perform at your peak performance. Then it messes up. That's so true. Then it messes up your how you even... Your organs, how to break down the processed food?
0: It was never designed to be consumed, processed food. It was never designed to break. It doesn't break down properly in the design that God has for you. So what happens is you end up getting um, infections. You end up yes. getting inflammation in your body because of the, the toxic, all those type of things. But we, not, we don't fast, so we can't even, even our own bodies purge its own self. So we won't even do that. We
1: won't even fast. This is why God they knew everything. So Pastor, with infection is this, that these are all the attacks. You, you now have a breach. And the enemy can come in and you're like, oh, it's always something going on. One thing or another. Yes, because you've been receiving process gospel and not that. the true gospel. I'm always sick. I've I, never seen to really have money because you know why? You've been sowing to get a house. And you've been allowing people to say, let me bless you. And the word of God has said, when I called you, I called you blessed.
0: Actually, your trial blesses you. Amen. Because it pulls you out of it. It takes you from glory to glory. The trial, actually, y'all read it in 1st James. Yes. The, trial, the trial blesses you. You're blessed because of the trial. But what we do is repel it. We don't embrace it. We don't think about it, what glory brings to God when you go through. He didn't say stay, he said go through.
1: We don't have many teachers. You know why? Because you don't have the need because you don't have that many students. Mm, 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 mm. No Mm. one likes to really go to school. No one likes to do their homework. Mm. Research paper. No one wants to research and analyze and scrutinize. These are true Bereans. He said this was certain types of Jews in Acts. That every time they heard the word, they went home to examine and to scrutinize and analyze the validity of the word of God. Is this true? What Paul is saying. So, very few teachers. So, that means that Most of the people of God don't know anything else besides process gospel because they can't receive the true gospel. They can't digest it. They get offended. Oh, you think you don't want one right? You think you know it all. God can speak to me too. Yep. Sure can if you can purge yourself from the process gospel. Oh, you
0: got that right.
1: (laughs) Which God? Because he said Satan is the God of this world has to be a purging of tradition and we get offended because this is what we've all been brought up in. We all have played a part in tradition. But the tradition that we played a part in was not the tradition that we should have because we are part of Judaism. We've been brought up this is that faith. That's our faith. There's a lot of things that we acknowledge that they don't acknowledge. The question will be why, but we won't get into the feasts or anything like that. Not today. But we want to make certain that the things that we do, we recognize and we say that we are part of. Does this refer back to God? Amen. I mean truly. Not see in the process will, you make it to be. You make it to be part of God. I make the Christmas tree to be part of God. That's right. Go ahead. I make it to be. Not that you're going to go to hell because you have a Christmas tree up. And he, he, it's just certain things. Be, it's because of us. It makes, it makes us feel good. And I'm, I, I like to feel good too. But we want to make certain everything we do, it turns right back to God. It's for his glory. Amen? The word of God, first of all, I'm going to give you, Al, you were saying so so much, and, and uh, you're singing. When you're saying, we have to see. A message is about that. That's why I heard and I knew, and I said, <laughs> you have a word to say. A lot of times you go to ministry, people feel that, oh, you you have to be in the clique or part of, if you want to call it, the first family. I don't, we just support a pastor and his wife and the kids. <laughs> that you won't have anything to say. You, 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 you are to just sit, and if we have a need for you, at what a point, then we just let you know. But you should know when someone have a word for the house. That's right. And it shouldn't be because they had to go through all the training and schooling to give the word that God has given them. Just be yielded. And so you, you were talking about seeing, seeing. And I realized that most of the people of God can't see Him. He said, this is why my people perish, because of the lack of knowing me, lack of knowledge. But the, the knowledge is, is of him. He said, they're perishing and don't even know they're perishing because they think they're doing a work of me. But they don't know me. So the title for this text, uh, as we begin to jump right into it, is true perception of the word. Mm. True perception of the word. The Word of God must continue to actually hold its true value. The Word of God must continue to hold its true value. And I guess you're saying, well, how can it not hold its true value? By how you perceive it. And how you're communicating the Word of God to other people. And we put our own opinion in it. How we understand it. It's our perception. We have to... Ensure, as Paul said, Apostle Paul said he he kept the faith, which means that he kept the word intact, the truth, integrity of it, mm-hmm. the truth of the word. He didn't try to do anything. He didn't add anything to it. He didn't make a certain um, passage to fit his situation or turned around to fit his situation as most often Christians will do. Won't we do it?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We'll do it. We need to ensure. That the richness of the word, the richness in the word, stays intact. First of all, his name. How can we not just move when we hear his name? Jesus. The name that saves, delivers, set free. He's mercy. He's our advocate. He's our charge. alone. Jesus. How come that how come that name is it doesn't move us anymore? How, how come we just don't just lose our mind when we hear the name of Jesus? Because deliverance is being declared when you say Jesus. Freedom out of bondage is being declared when you say Jesus. We have to ensure that the power and the might of the word stays intact and also the manifestation of the word stays intact so what does all that mean first of all power might and manifestation means this power is the act the might is the ability and the manifestation is to perceive beyond doubt manifestation we think is the thing yep Manifest. God, manifest. I'm I'm waiting on my manifestation of, you know, housing cars seem to be a a big thing. thing. I don't know. What else, y'all? Give me something else. Anybody else waiting on anything? All right, your husband, wife, got anything else you're waiting to manifest? Job, Uh, okay, there you go. Good, good, good. Let's be real. And look, there's nothing wrong with that because you you need it, right? Yeah. So I'm not picking on it cuz you need a car. You need a house. But this is not our focus. He is. But to get the understanding when you say you're waiting on the manifestation of what you prayed, you're not waiting on it because the manifestation itself is you you perceive beyond your doubt. You perceive beyond you're not seeing. You perceive beyond you're not seeing. You're excited Beyond, you're not seeing because you see. (laughs) If we could get that, when we hear the word of God, see what what has happened is that the power and the might and the manifestation and the richness of the word is now empty
0: and diminished.
1: And so... We get bored when we hear the word. We're, we're not excited. We have to have a pep rally and, and boosting ourselves up to that God is good. And come on now, clap your hands, all oh you people, and shout with the voice of triumph. we got to go into all the books of songs for you to remind you how good he is. Instead of entering his, his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise, and be thankful unto him Amen. and praise his holy name. His holy name. I'm just saying, it has to be a, you have to contain the richness of the word of God. And to do that, you can't empty out his name. So when you start to empty out the name of Christ, his words are meaningless to you. They, They have no power, have no might, no ability in our minds to do what we thought we believed it could do. True gospel. See, what has to happen when the true gospel comes forth, there has to be true conviction. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a place to where you're not convicted and every day is a good day, and it is for us who are believers, every day it is because you're saved. That's the good day. That's why every day is a good day. You're saved. Amen. We got to understand what (laughs) is good. That's right. Not what man says is good, but we have to understand what God means when he says it is good.
0: It was good that he was afflicted.
1: Have to be with conviction. You hear the word of God and it should convict you to live what the word of God is saying. Amen. It should convict you when you hear the word of God says come out of your sin. It should convict you if you're not tithing to become a tither. It should convict you instead of the process gospel is that oh god knows your heart yeah, you're gonna get to it you, you you're gonna reach that point i i know you're not there today but uh you're gonna get there what if that was how apostle paul took it as a process gospel mm-hmm. because apostle paul received he received the gospel as the true gospel when he lost his sight and was knocked off the horse he was a murderer right killing christians he didn't say oh now you know every week i was killing 100 people now you know i'm down to 10 mm-hmm. that's a process gospel mm-hmm. immediately he was convicted he killed no more amen. that's right yeah. amen it has to happen for us. It has to happen for us. The true gospel, not the process gospel. What you have made and what man has made it. And you're trying to put your opinion in the word of God. And you fixing it up for you so you can live with your made-up word. Mm-hmm. A made-up word and calling it the true gospel.
0: You said that we'll preach another Jesus.
1: We have to get back to the true gospel. Let's just uh, get the understanding of perception. And I know Pastor used quite a few Hebrew words. I'm, that's not something I'm really practicing because I'm going to stay in my lane. Uh, I will just give you what the Hebrew meaning of the word is. Okay? <laughs> so perception is to taste. Mm-hmm. Perceive. There you go, Al. The earthly meaning of perception is this. It's the way you think about someone or something. Go ahead. Very simple, you know, definition. But we all. Perception. It's the, the earthly definition is the way you think about someone or something. However, and I love, because I you called out Scripture already, it says the Word of God says, "Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. So, what we say is, oh, the word of God is good. Oh, taste and see. But what does it mean? What's the true gospel of that?
0: Right.
1: Not something you just made up and now it's a process gospel. The true gospel of oh, taste and see. He's saying, oh, and he's getting your, he's getting your attention. Behold, look, look, mm-hmm. perceive, See. Identify, Mm -hmm. identify, look at, gaze at, Mm -hmm. that this is the truth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He said, oh, taste and see. So this taste requires some work. It's not that, oh, yeah, the Lord is good. God is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he is all the time. God's good. Process gospel. Mm -hmm. Process gospel. Give you a little bit more about the true gospel of perception. Learn about. He said, Oh, learn, observe. He says, Watch, look out, find in, consider the word. He said, Look at, give attention to, discern, distinguish. Tell the difference between the truth and what's not the truth. That's right. Oh, taste and see what is good and what is not. Mm. Fix your eyes in a steady, intent look, often with eagerness of studious attention. Mm. I think that's a final good one for me here. And that's to gaze, to fix the eyes in a steady, intent look, Often with eagerness and a studious attention at to judge. He said, Judge, oh taste and judge. Mm-hmm. Rightly divide the word of truth. A workman need not be ashamed. Okay. It's the ability to breathe from the outward form. To the underlining, often hidden reality. Mm-mm-mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I, I I could feel that you was on with me <laughs> on that. We riding on the same plane. Mm-hmm. It says the ability to see beneath. Good God. Go ahead. The outward form. Yeah. You looking holy. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And and you talking. Oh. oh, there you the go. The church talk, but. I'm able to see beneath the form of godliness. And I can see the hidden reality that you're a counterfeit. Not two feet, but I'm using it as an example. Do you see what I'm saying? We have to be able to do that with people we are hanging around. You should have this type of perception. This is a godly perception that you're able to look beneath. The form that I see. This is why I said, with me when I communicate with people, I communicate the way that I listen. I listen to what you're not saying because I need to listen to what's beneath what you're saying, so I can accurately hear what you really mean. I hear you saying you love me, but on what conditions? Yeah. Okay. That that's the, not the, not the man that's ready to marry because the woman. Love
0: has no conditions. It's unconditional.
1: <laughs> so. Exactly,
0: Pastor.
1: It so if you're thinking about getting married and people telling you they love you, it's okay. I hear you saying you love me, but under what conditions do you love me? I mean, when will I get on your nerves enough for you to leave me? I want to know how much do you love me. What, what are the conditions of your love? Okay. Just a small example there. It is a necessary gift for dealing with God's people. Mm -hmm. And also for you to be able to interpret, to interpret the spiritual teaching. So you're receiving now spiritual teaching. You have to have discernment to interpret it. See, so you can sit there and then you you don't need to put your opinion, your thoughts, your experience. He said, You need to have this type of perception that when you're being Taught by, and I said this some time ago, is that when an anointed teacher teaches, Holy Spirit then takes the teaching from the anointed teacher and teaches you. <laughs> okay, it hit, it hit, see, it see that was like a shock. It does. So you need to know the process because we've just been going to church. And we sit there and we listen to it, and all is good, and we do the little caption of the word for the day. But it has to reach the spirit of man. Right. Otherwise, you never change. Where did it land? So you have to, you have to sit, sit here and receive me as the anointed teacher because if not, you won't receive the word of God. But then you have to have his spirit. Because it's, he said, how you have to worship me in spirit and in truth. So now when I teach, Holy Spirit takes my teaching. That's a be, that is so beautiful. He takes my teaching, and he is the teacher that's teaching you. But you say, oh, that's teacher male." No, it's not. I don't do this study for me all these long hours. I mean, it's for me first, but no, my primary reason, I'm doing it for you all. It's necessary to understand the spiritual teaching. Amen. Wow. The purpose, I'm running short on time, guys. The purpose of this teaching, I always give a purpose. This is one thing, you you have something to teach, but but why are you teaching it? Just why?
0: Amen.
1: Because you feel that the people really need this or this was some topic that you just want to come up with today. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, James, you know, I mean, people come up with all kind of topics. I mean, how do you come up with the three little pigs? pigs. There is a, uh, there's a message me that is really named the three little pigs. But they use these play on words so they, can, so they can entertain the people. See, I'm not here to entertain. I mean, that's not my intent. You may get entertained while you're here, but it's not my intent to do that. So the purpose is that we need to understand the power of operating in true faith. Amen. And operating in true faith. True faith and the dying need to perceive truth when listening to the word so that we're not led astray by every doctrine and fable and process gospel. Rather, we should perceive the realities of the word's life. Rather, we should perceive the realities of the word's life and how it should be functioning in us as a believer. That's a serious purpose, right? You can tell that I thought about this purpose. I ask him every time, what what is the purpose? I ask him, I don't ask myself, what is the purpose? Because the purpose is really the the whole summary of the teaching. Mm -hmm. This is what you're supposed to walk away with, is that you're supposed to walk away with an understanding of the power of truth is in a dying need. And realize that there should be a dying need to perceive truth when you're Amen. listening to the Word of God. Amen. And also perceive the realities that the Word have realities. See, what we're used to is the realities of this world. Right. See, this has become your only reality. The Word of God becomes a brief, temporary reality for most of us. And the, the uh, purpose of this teaching is actually to get us to a place where we're that's your permanent residence, right? The word of God being your realities, okay? So let's look at the principles and activities of faith. The principles and activities of faith. The Lord will put no more on us than we can bear. We've heard that before, right? So many times, that we'll quote it too, but find it difficult to live. The Lord will put no more on us than we can bear. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. And it says, and this is an amplified classic edition. I I discovered this the other day. So this is what I'm going to use. For no temptation, no trial regarded as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes or where it leads, has overtaken you and let hold on you that is not common to man, that is no temptation or trial has come to you that is beyond human resistance, mm-hmm. and that is adjusted and adapted and belonging to human experience and such as men can bear, but God is faithful to his word and to his compassionate nature, and he cannot and he can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried. And a say beyond your ability and strength of resistance and power to endure. But with temptation, he will always also provide the way out, the means of escape to a landing place that you may be able to be strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. The Lord will put no more on us than we can bear. What? What's the true gospel about that? What what does he really mean? Well, first of all, our bearing is our assignment. Go ahead. Mm -mm. (laughs) You're not bearing your trial. You're resisting. It's not about your trial. It's not about your test. It's about your assignment. What you are bearing is Your God-given assignment It's not your situation. Our bearing up should be the pursuit of our faith assignment. It's your faith assignment. Mm -hmm. The things you have to accomplish. You have to accomplish some things for God. But we're more focused on what we want to accomplish for ourselves and our families. For our children, as much as we love our children, our spouse, our family, our friends. He said, I have given you a faith assignment. Mm. I have some things for you, common, that I want you to accomplish. God says, he wants you to accomplish, Cindy. You've been working on so many things that pertains to you. He said, your life is not even your own. How are you working on a a life of of someone that's dead? He said, this new man has a, a new assignment, a faith assignment. Some things I need done in the earth to advance my kingdom that you have entered into. The bearing up. It's the persevering. It's the praying through. See, we look at look at it wrong as I'm, I'm suffering all the pain and, and I don't feel good and I can't believe I'm going through this. He said this is through persevering. This is through praying. So we're not praying through our faith assignment. We're not praying through our faith assignment. We're not pressing through our our faith assignment. We're seeing it as a if it's financial. Oh, I don't have enough money. I don't know what I'm going to do. But this is not about you don't have enough money. It's about your faith assignment. It's not about you're at the job that you don't want to be at. And I want to be somewhere else. It's about your faith assignment. It's not about all oh, my thoughts, all these thoughts I'm mean, keep happening, and God I, 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 where did they come from? And, and I'm just so miserable today. God said, I put no more on you than you can bear. He said, he said, man has an ability to bear his own faith assignment amen and no one else's. What you're going through, star, is for you. That's your faith assignment. And the cries that you do, many people don't even know what that voice is saying. That voice is not talking about my trials and tribulations. Nope. That voice is, and God says, He said, I will be in your cry.
0: <laughs>
1: not the cry of pity, nope. but the cry of, okay. I know I don't care how it looks, Lord God, you're going to bring me through. That's the cry. He said, I'm in that battle cry. I'm in the battle cry of trust. Lord God, it don't look good. It don't feel good. I don't feel good. Everything around me look crazy. But Lord God, this is a battle cry. And when I'm in a battle cry, Lord God, I know that you're with me. I don't feel like going forth. I don't want to go forth. Why keep happening to me? I'm being mistreated. Why? And then I still have to treat them well, the word of God says. He said, Those who are persecuting you, he said, Still treat them well. And say, Pray for those who despitefully use you on purpose. They're mistreating you, they're planning to mistreat you. He said, Pray for them. There is a cry he hears, and it's a battle cry. Glory to God. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. There is a battle cry. There's a cry that God is waiting on to say, "I can't do it. I tried it all. I can't do it." He said, "I've been waiting for that." And he shows up on the scene. I've been waiting for that. I've been waiting for you to say, "I don't have. I don't have a car. I don't have the money that it takes. I. I. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't even have my right mind. It seems like." He said, "I've been waiting for you to throw up your hands and say you surrender." I've been waiting for that so I can come on the scene. So when you get finished with all what you are trying to do and you can't do, he said, then I'll show up. Then I'll manifest myself unto you and my glory will be revealed in your life. He wants to show up.
0: Jesus.
1: It has to be in that battle cry. He said, you're trying to bear die. You're trying to bear what is not meant for you. He says, my yoke is easy. And the yoke is what you're trying to bear. He said, my burden is light. That's right. This is That's not right. a burden that you <laughs> carry. He said, this is my burden. You can carry the cross and it'll always finished on the cross. He said, this is my burden. He said, all, all of this is, 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 is light. He said, my way is. Of doing is easy. (laughs) To be yoked with him. He's just asking. When you get finished crying and and thinking there's no, no, you don't see no light at the end of the tunnel. And and the person not changing, you think you're not changing, things are just not getting better. He said, "Yoke now yourself with me. There you go. Debakut. Yoke yourself with me. Clean. You've been yoking yourself to your situation. You've been yoking yourself to your circumstances. You've been yoking yourself even to your no. husband. Clean. Unyoke yourself with things and people and yoke yourself with me. Yoke yourself with the heart of God. And when you yoke yourself with me, now I can work through you. And then it becomes that die- easy. Amen. It becomes easy. He said, said, because when you're not yoked with him, B, he said, you're yoked with the things of the world. This is why it's so heavy. He said, and the world is not your friend. He said, the the world is your enemy.
0: Love not the world.
1: You're yoked to unbelief when you're not yoked to him. You're You're yoked to doubt. You're yoked to those derailing thoughts that you keep having. You're yoked to money because you, you you don't see me yet as your provider. When you're yoked to me, I am your provider. Then you see and perceive that I am your provider. And I will send you men for thee and people for your life. It's not the money. It is the men for thee and people for your life. He didn't say, I'll send you money. He said, I'll send you men for thee and people for your life. Come on then I will give you pastors after my heart.
0: Man said he'll send you money.
1: Not about the building. We're looking at buildings and we're looking at the choirs and we look we're looking at things of the world. He said, but I didn't send you to a building. He said, but I sent to you, there you go. a pastor after my heart. There you go. After my heart, because this pastor that I have for you is gonna pull out of you. What's in you? Only the parent can pull out of the child what's in the child. Because he sees what's in them. I can't pull nothing out of Is kids. They're hers. As much as I would try. And this is what he's saying. You, you're trying to get other people to other pastors that I haven't given to you. This is why now you, you, you didn't know before. You didn't know your assignment. Mm. Doing some of everything in church. Everything but what God would have for you to do mm. doing everything and t- then your gift that you have, it couldn't be appreciated. There you go. Because he't ha- you weren't in the place where he would have you to be with the pastor to pull it out so that the gift that would come to his fullness.
0: And then watch over you.
1: Oh, come on, come on, right. Holy Spirit. Right. It's your, it's your responsibility to search out the word to support your faith assignment. Oh, that's good.
0: Oh, that's good. Right it there. is
1: your responsibility. Once he gets you to the pastor for you, is that you are responsible to search out the word of God that supports your faith assignment. Mm-hmm. This new birth is about assignment. Come on. It's not about things. Because when you seek the kingdom. All these things is gonna come and seek you out be it. because it's due to you, and you're gonna need it. Because you're gonna need to have everything in excellent. Your house, yeah, you're gonna need a house and you're gonna need it in excellent. You're gonna need a car and you're gonna need that in excellent. You're gonna need things in excellent and people around you in excellent. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Not because uh, he or she or apostle or, or prophetess, no, no, you need to prophesy in excellent. There you go. To be around me. You need to speak in excellence. Don't be moved by any giftings, but be moved by integrity. It's our responsibility to actually keep applying the word to every situation. To keep applying. I don't care what it looks like. Keep applying the word to every situation so that the word becomes alive. Keep applying it to it lives inside of you has to be engrafted. Okay, the first draft didn't work. The first graft didn't work. Then I have to graft another, do another skin grafting. Now, okay, now I, I need to take it from another part of the body. I need to take it from another part of the body because you've been listening to the wrong person. So you use that grafting, and that grafting wouldn't stay. Your body rejected. Because it was infected. There you go. As much as you love some people and sweetest as some of them are, they're not for you. Not that skin grafting. You're going to need a skin grafting that takes root and it comes alive and become a part of you. Right. Amen. Jesus said in his word, he said, I am the resurrection. Believe in me. That's a very powerful statement. Everything he said is powerful, but at this moment, this is what he's saying. I am the resurrection. Believe in me. Believe in my word. Whatever air in your life that is dead and been dead for quite some time, he has said, "I am the resurrection." Believe in me. Believe in my word. See what well, we're not, Pastor. We're not believing that he is the resurrection. We're not believing in his word. We don't believe that the word is alive. It has been resurrected. Mm, mm, mm. Oh. And you don't have to resurrect the word because the word is inside of you. The word himself when he came, he was wrapped in the word. Because when he came, he was 100% flesh, he was 100% man, and also 100% divinity. That's right. But then he had to be wrapped in the word himself. To bring us the word, mm-hmm. and to never sin, he said, "Believe in me, and your situation can live." Believe what you've been talking about, what you've been pounding on, what you've been musing on, what you've been looking at, and it hasn't been looking right for you. Can we get some air? I'm really hot. He said, yeah. "A meal, He said, "He said, pounder on that. Believe in me." Believe in my word," he said. "I know, I know the way that you take." He said, "And I've tried you." He said, "And when I, when he has tried me, I shall come out as pure gold." I know the ways that you take. And then he said, "Then when I've tried you, he tries you. He doesn't tempt you, but he tries you. He tests you." He put you to the test to evaluate whether you are a genuine Christian. Are you saved? Is your faith valid? You have to go through a test, God, because he said, I can't lie, but we can. Lord, I believe you. As soon as you go through, I can't pray. I don't want to pray. Then we have someone who come try to share a word with you. You don't want to hear what the word of God is saying no more. You want to to resolve yourself in a position of defeat. You don't even want to hear the word. Because when you you draw from the word and doubt, you now go back to a place of sin. Doubt is sin. You have to be legal in the word. You have to be legal in the word of God. This is why you're tried, by God, so that you're legal, so that when you speak, you're not a counterfeit. God. So when you speak, Denise, you're not preaching another gospel, that when you speak, you're Christ himself speaking. He has to ensure, Pastor, that when you speak to the people of God, that God himself is speaking, and this is not a counterfeit. You have to be legal to to handle and hold the word. He said, to hold my word, you have to be legal. You have to be authorized. And I don't just hand my life, my word. I don't just lay down my life for someone who's not going to live it. Many are called, but few are chosen for those who come. I need to validate whether you're legal. You got to be tried. And there has to be pressure to bring out all the impurities. A lot of things about it has to be exposed. And I walk every day. Doesn't mean because you've been in ministry for 10, 15, 30 years that you don't need to be exposed no more. Yes, you do. You're in your flesh. You can't just quote the word anymore. The word of God has to come out of you as if God himself is speaking. Receive the word in your spirit so that you're transformed first in your heart. Amen. The word would then change before you have the power to change something else. So then the word of God, once you first receive the word of God in your heart, you're able now To bring change to your situation. Then you can speak. A lot of times we're speaking out of order because we receive the word in our head and not in the spirit, which is the heart of man. Amen? Amen. And then this will give you power to change. A lot of us don't have power to change nothing. You're quoting all kinds of scripture, you're throwing and slinging oil everywhere. But having no power to change anything. God God is about, the word is about movement and change. Your life should be changed. Should be still uh, being transformed into the image of God. Our foundation scripture. Wow, we're at our time. Our foundation scripture is this. Mark 4, 23. And it reads, if any man has ears to hear, let him be listening. Matter of fact, I'll get the King James Version. I'm a, I'm a, I will read the Amplified AMPC, which is a classic edition. And it reads, if any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him perceive and comprehend. And the King James says, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. That's a big difference from if a man has ears to hear, let him be listening. Mm -hmm. Because as we know, hear is a passive word. There's no action. You can sit here and you you are not hearing impaired, which you can hear sound. Mm-hmm. That means pressure waves. You can receive pressure waves, hearing. Mm-hmm. All right? I could go a little deeper today, but I, I won't. Cause we, that's part of those, those natural senses, the five senses. But here in the Amplified Classic edition says, if any man has ears to hear, let him be listening. And this is a good translation because good. if you study... The word hear in Hebrew, it actually means sama, and Sama means listening. Mm-hmm. So anytime you see the word hear in the Bible, it's really not hear mm-hmm. that we understand in English. It's listen. And listen means to comprehend, to take in knowledge. Hearing doesn't mean that. It just simply means that you're receiving pressure waves to, of sound. Right. Nothing has to happen. So it says be listening. It means to continue to listen. If any man has ears to hear, continue to listen. Mm -hmm. And when you listen, you comply, you obey, you do something. He said, continue to obey. If any man has ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, continue to listen and obey. (laughs) And let him perceive and comprehend. Prepare yourself. It means this. Prepare yourself to listen. Before you come to the house of the Lord, prepare yourself to listen. Amen. Posture yourself to listen. Act like you're looking for a word. <laughs> act like you're looking for a word. And Cindy came here just like that. When she came up the steps, I'm saying, right Cindy, I said, Cindy, I said, you coming up, I mean, for a word. She, she, she act like her posture was like, I'm coming for a word. Mm. Being prepared to listen my Lord, <laughs> mm, that's awesome. keep your spirit ready to receive a word. Yeah. Keep your spirit ready to receive true word. Because if the ground is, isn't properly, which is the heart, fertilized, the message will go out, but your heart won't be able to receive it. Because you haven't properly prepared yourself to receive it to be listening I have to always be listening I have to always be listening to the word of God so anytime I hear it see I could hear what Holy Spirit was saying through Al I hear God Mm -hmm. be listening see it's different than I hear the word no I hear God that's right somebody with me I could run on that one I hear God it's one thing and I love it and and uh Commented to this other day, and and, and Pastor, we was, you mind? okay, thank you. <laughs> Why do people do that when they teach it? You already went there and said, do you mind? And then the, the, per- the person say no. <laughs> but seriously, if you don't, I don't have to. Okay. So we were taking her home, and he he pulled up, and he didn't quite go all the way in the driveway. Then he stopped, and he said, oh, I need to stop here, you know, your car. The I'm like, "On the driveway," but she perceived.
0: Immediately.
1: Do you realize the revelation? See, now he's bringing the revelation of what happened. You perceived that God was speaking, and when you perceive, when you see, because it's time to see, you can have. When you can see, and it's not there, you can have. But you can't have because you don't see it there. That's why you don't have. You have to see that is not there to have. I'm just saying. Can somebody not see to have? It's sitting right here. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, and she said, "Oh yeah, yeah. Oh hold on. Yeah, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. You- uh-uh. don't hit it. Don't hit it." No. I'm like, "Oh, I got it." I was delayed with it. Was I was mad at myself. I was delayed with that perception, and then, man, and then Pastor said, "He said it's, it's silver." Then Karma almost lost it. Yes, and then I saw. I saw the picture she put up. It was silver. That's what she see. Her perception. She perceived that God was speaking. When you can perceive when God is speaking, you have. This is why people don't understand it and and, and when God speaks there he causes you to want to do something. He causes you want to do something it comes from within and there is because when you want to give God you want to give him really you really want to give him I mean for those who really love the Lord, you really want to give him everything because he's giving you everything. amen We're not thinking about holding back on him with anything. we, we just want to we just want to give. And for those who don't have to give, my husband and I would want to give them so they could be with us in the giving because we're the body, right? Oh we'll be in church and someone wouldn't have, wouldn't have any offering. and we, we, We're we looking. See, We're looking for who don't have an offering because we're the body. Because part of me don't have. And all of me need to have because I need to be whole. And so let's sow together so we all can have. Amen.
0: That's biblical.
1: Glory to God. And uh, anybody that knows James, he has that heart as well, yes, that he, he, he wants to give. And certain people are grace to give at a level that him and Rocket, the two people, only two people I've met in my life so far, <laughs> can, they, they have an abundance of wanting to give out of their heart. And it's because of the love of God, not for show. It's just because God has, you didn't remember, God has just done so much for me. I just want to, I want to give. And when you give, cause love gives. It's not seeking. Mm-hmm. It's not seeking for something. It's, mm-hmm. it's, not, it's seeking to love. Seeks to love. And what satisfies love is love. Amen. It's Can called, you see the love that the person now this. has on their face? Now the love is made complete. Amen. Glory to God. It's so awesome. <laughs> love is really great. God is truly great. That's good. why husband and wives <laughs> should complete their love. Amen. Okay. Hey, um, we, we're this there, time, man. We are so there. Oh, we're there. there. Like you, oh, we like there. I'm just going to read the supporting scripture because we do. I, I'm a person of time. Um I just want to leave you with the supporting scripture. There will be a part two. Amen. Mark 4, 23, 24. Again, the supporting scripture is Mark 4, verse 23, 24. And when you get there, it reads, And he said to them, Be careful what you're hearing. The measure of thought and study Mm. you give to the truth you hear will be the measure Of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you who hear. For to him who has will more be given and from him and from him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away by force. I'll read that again. Read that again. And he said to them, be careful what you're hearing. Be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be measured. A virtue and knowledge that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you who hear. For to him who has will more be given. And from him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken away by force. I'm going to leave you with that. I won't go too deep in that. But it shows you. It's talking about what you are hearing. He said, Be careful. He's warning us. You're going online and you're hearing stuff. You're going to conferences. Be Be careful. careful. You're going to all these conferences and people speaking everywhere. He said, Be careful. God warns us. Be careful what you're hearing. He said, Because the measure. Of study of the truth of what you hear. Mm. It says of the truth. So you got to study. Of the truth of what you hear, he said, that will be measured back to you and more. Mm. The measure of the truth. He said, and not only that, but and more. He said, but but those who don't study, which have nothing, they have no truth, he said that will be taken from him and more besides by force. <laughs> I can't even imagine what kind of intellect and where you're going to be after he's taken, I mean, he's taken the little that you had in you and, and nothing is added and he takes that by force. So I really pray that today there is a part two, it could be a part three, uh, the true perception of the word of God. It's going to be three. Not your perception, but God's perception. Not your understanding, not your comprehension, but God's understanding. He says, my people perish for the lack of knowing me. Amen. They know tradition. They, They know tradition of men. They know their pastors by how they preach. He said, and a lot of you haven't really met me. You don't know me. And so we can't perceive and understand and comprehend the word of God. And also when you perceive, you create creativity, understanding, insight comes. Business is birth in your perception of God. Your prosperity is birth in in your perception of God. Your love is birth. You're being perfected in the perception of the true gospel, not a process gospel. So my prayer today is that for anyone who's gone out on their own to study and research and examine, that you turn back to God and really ask him to purge out of you all the process gospel, all the tradition of man that you've taken as truth. And this has really uh, brought you to a place of just being standstill or you're not growing spiritually, and your faith assignment. And to Al came here, no one really knew, Denise, what a great intercessor he is. They just knew he could sing. Yep. And the singing wasn't for entertainment. And I said to Al one day, I said, son, you keep singing that same song that they tell you to sing. God has a song inside of you that he's requiring you to sing. Not a song to move people by their feelings and run all around the church. But if they do run, let it be because there's been some yoke being destroyed. There's a lot of giftings inside of a lot of us, but it's because you've been going to the wrong place. Because the Word of God says, "I've given you pastors after my heart. That's going to feed you with knowledge and wisdom and understanding. It's going to bring out of you my divine purpose and the reason why you were created. Have a faith assignment. A faith assignment." His burden is light. I thank you all for coming out today. I pray that the word of God has reached a deep place in your heart, the spirit of man, which we are a spirit. And you're able to allow the word to be engrafted inside of you. You become the word of God. Bringing back the richness of the word, Brian. Bringing back the richness, the power, the might of the word. The manifestation of the word of God with true signs and wonders. I give God the glory, all the praise. Be blessed. Amen.
0: Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to
1: God.